Hi, I'm Rebecca Pete, And I'm Rebecca Cochran. And, and welcome, welcome to Woven, where we strive to be Christians living in the world with intention. And our prayer is that, to paraphrase Mary Zimmer, the Christ who knew Mary and Martha would show us the way of balance. Thanks, Thanks for listening. Hey guys, welcome to season four. Woo-woo! Woo-woo! Um, We've made it three seasons. I know! It's Can amazing. you believe it? Thank you guys I for I mean, that's listening. like a legit TV show. I, yeah, we're on um, what happens in season four. That's when Breaking Bad gets really good. Mm, um, that's one. Oh, that's just one. kidding. I don't Ross know and Rachel got together season. and then broke up. Oh, they were on a break. They Wait. were on a break in season four. Hold on, I have to look up how many seasons are in Breaking Bad. That's not a very Christian show, is it? Because um, <laughs> Friends is! <laughs> Well, it's better than <laughs> we might. <laughs> there were ten five seasons. seasons. Yep, I'm okay. right. Okay, yeah. that's where like you've gotten to know things. Yes, you've gotten past the um. Yeah, yeah, and now you're like in the the grit. So yes. we're we're going into the grit today with faith yes. and doubt. Yes, which is our new series. Um, and. After that, we will be talking about lots of other good, deep things. Yes. But. I keep thinking we were on a break now. It's in my head. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but we can't go on a break because iTunes. Oh, yeah. So also, um, if you guys want to give us a little boost for our fourth season, if you have not left a review yet on iTunes, go for ahead sure. and do that. Um, especially if you enjoy our podcast, which I hope if you're listening to it, you are someone who enjoys it. Um, but... That also helps people find the podcast. So the more ratings, we're not just asking you to pat our egos, though we are asking you to do that. But we also, um, the more ratings and reviews we have, the the more we pull up in searches, the easier it is for people to find us. Yeah. And we don't get buried. So um, we would like to have more people find out about us and um, hear our our wonderful podcast. Yeah. Right. Ditto, the sun came out. The sun came out right when I was saying that. So it was amazing. Obviously. Obviously, you, you deliver a deal. God, it's a sign. <laughs> it's a sign from the Lord. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how you said Bible last week. Too. I know. It's your, it's your Southern church lady voice. <laughs> Do you remember how, church lady from SNL? Yeah. I, yeah. Well, that's how, you know, I'm like saying what I feel like I should be saying <laughs> is when I go into church lady voice. Because <laughs> um, I can't take anything too seriously. Um, but yeah, so we're talking about faith and doubt today. Yeah. Speaking of last week's episode, Rebecca, I would like you to know that the weather is much nicer now. Yes, it is. If you did not listen to our 20-minute rant about terrible Atlanta weather, it is a little chilly today. My hair didn't immediately dry when I walked out of the house in a ball of frizz. There you it's go. still a little damp. That means it's a little cold outside. I mean, and I'm thinking about making a pot roast tonight. That's how you know. I'm it's making butternut squash soup. <laughs> okay, we're like all in now. We're all like, oh my, I'm here, I'm here. Um, <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> so yeah, we're talking about faith and doubt, and we yeah. wanted to do this series because we're about to do a series going into Advent um, about Jesus and kind of diving into the character of Jesus. But before we do that, we wanted to just really acknowledge that, I mean, I think it's easy when you're in a place of doubt to think everyone else has their you-know-what together and, like, no one else feels this way. Everyone else has such strong faith. Everybody, you know, everybody else, blah, blah, blah. And that's just not true. And um, while we were talking, I think that faith and doubt, they have to go together. You know, you can't have one without the other. Yeah. And so I think the doubt is just as important as um, the faith part. And if you've seen the movie Inside Out, where the whole point of the movie, which Rekha still hasn't seen, um, I've seen bits and pieces of it. I understand the concept. So, but you know, the the point of the movie is like sadness needs to be there, and sadness is part, and that you can't yeah. feel the joy without the sadness. And I think that that's how faith and doubt are. And um, so I'm just we wanted to kind of normalize all of that before we go into a series of asking you to think deeply about Jesus and Advent and Christmas and for sure all of that. So yeah, and I think I think it's um, important for people to know that. Like everybody, like um, their their faith 
um, ebbs and flows. Yeah. And it goes through seasons. And yeah, I, I think it's just important to normalize that, that I, I think there's this misnomer that like, if you are full, of, if you're a Christian, then you're always full of faith and you always trust and you always believe and you always see the good and positive and all of those things. Well, those things are like something to strive for. I think that it's okay to humanize the fact that like, we're, we still don't, we can't see everything and understand everything. So it's okay to be, um, to have doubt and that it's okay to talk about our doubts and it's okay to talk to God about our doubts. I mean, I think about the, the story, you know, when Jesus comes back after he's um, been resurrected and, you know, Thomas has all of these doubts um, about his resurrection because he hasn't actually seen it. And, um, and Jesus was kind to him. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus was not berating. Jesus was not like, well, be gone with you because you don't have enough faith. Like he was, he was so kind and brought him towards him and understanding and showed him and, and gave him, um, you know, call it proof or whatever, but like understood Thomas and um, humanized his doubt. And I think that we are bad about doing that to one another um, and to ourselves. Like we just, we um, criticize ourselves when we're um, full of doubt and, um, and have a lot of guilt with that. A lot of shame. There's a lot of shame surrounding being in the church, especially like for me, for instance, speaking of people who are in the church as in that's your job, Mm -hmm. like to like experience doubt, like, it is to question your calling. Like if I have doubt, then maybe, then maybe I didn't hear good, hear God. Right. And like, this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing because if I was really, if I really, if I really was called into the ministry, then I would be full of faith all the time, which is a lie. Yeah. Um, Cause I think if anybody, if anybody in ministry is being honest with themselves, they've had periods of doubt. Um, and that's Christian in general. And like, we just need to be open and honest about that. Yeah. I think if you've never had doubt, I'm not sure that your faith is really yeah. as deep as it could be. Like, yeah. It could be more, it's more surface level. And yeah. and that's, I, I think, and we talked about this in the, the next, we've already done the two interviews that with the, um, the two women that we're going to have on Glenna and Stephanie and um, their own, awesome. tr- they're both amazing. They're both such good episodes. I'm so excited about releasing yes. them, but um, like they both have gone through the, this kind of, um, progression um and that and that's and I I see myself in that too where you know both of them grew up in the church and I did not grow up in the church but I did become a Christian you know like in in high school and you know like it starts out as like such a simple faith which is the way it should start out Mm -hmm. and it's just like so simple and childlike which is the way it should be um and I'm grateful and I know that they're grateful that they grew up that way um but at some point there has to be a maturing Mm -hmm. and a lot of times that looks like a deconstruction um I know that's like a super hipster term in Christian world right now deconstructing our faith and reconstructing our faith but um like like some of that has to happen yeah for sure to be able to to deepen it and to mature and both of them have gone through that process um and I feel like I've gone through that process um still coming out the other side of that process but the reconstruction process but I I think that like we can't become like meaty and mature Christians it's just my personal opinion without going through and I'm not saying that like you have to completely like 
disown your faith and like not be a Christian anymore. I'm not talking about that. Like some people do do that and that there is honesty and importance in that too. But like, and I'm not judging somebody else's journey, but I also to think that you never doubt at all and never go through a season of like wondering, like, does God really love me? Did he really call me to this? Does, is he really there? Like the, it is okay to go through that process. And, and so I kind of see in both of their stories in mind too. It's like you start, you have faith and then the period of doubt and then back into faith again. And maybe, you know, I'm I'm only, I'm only 40. (laughs) Hoping, I'm hoping I've got lots more years left to live. Like I might go through that again, you know, like, and, um, maybe, maybe not, maybe, you know, the, this reconstruction is, you know, cause I, I would say my period of doubt was an extended period of doubt. Um, and some people it's more of like comes and goes, you know, um, mine was like no doubt, seven years of doubt mm-hmm. back to I'm progressing towards like not feeling doubt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That doesn't mean I would not have moments of doubt, but mine was very much, I have very clear cut and not everybody's was clear cut. Yeah. It reminds me of like the Velveteen Rabbit. Yeah. Like becoming real. And yes. And the process you become tattered and like so yes. your faith, I feel like initially is pretty, it's clean, it's nice. Yes. It's little cherubs and clouds and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, we become real. And if yeah. we avoid that process, I mean, cause that's the thing. If, if, if Jesus, if we're in a, a relationship, if that's what this is, is a relationship. Then like, think about the intimacy you get in a marriage or a deep friendship when you have your first fight. Yes. When you have, when the honeymoon period is over, cause yes. that's what it is. Like the honeymoon period with Jesus. Yes. And then you're like, Oh, wait a second. Like, my life didn't magically turn upside down and become perfect. Now what? You know, do I want to just pretend like it's perfect? Or do I yes. want to dig in and be like, hey, wait a second. Yeah. And um, I think that through that conflict, like we talked about that with the eights on the Beth McCord episode. But like that, what did she say? Confrontational like, intimacy. Yeah, I think yes. for, I mean, and I'm not like a super confrontational person, but like that that is what I think has strengthened my relationship with Christ more than anything. It's just that being able to go to him and be like, this is screwed up. I'm mad. Yeah. You know? And I feel like for me growing up, it was like, I wasn't, I didn't grow up a Christian. I kind of grew up under a rock, honestly, with like religion and all of that. Um, and then when I was 22, this whole thing happened and I became a Christian. But um, I think that doubt was just sort of my, that was just how I was. I grew up, um, I had one set of grandparents who were very, intellectual they were um secular jewish professor just really smart people um very intelligent reason was what mattered information mattered um faith was for people who were dumb it was for people who didn't know any better um and so i just sort of i had this very cynical i didn't think it was cynical i thought it was realistic Mm -hmm. you know um and so that was just my baseline was like well that's i mean what yeah what do you mean not doubt? Of course we doubt. This yeah. world sucks. Here's all this evidence. But um, for me, that has actually been so helpful in developing my faith. Like, I don't think I would have the strong, I feel like it's, I feel like in these ways, it's sort of like the the pendulum or not the pendulum, the, the scales. scales yeah. So like the deeper I was in doubt, now the deeper I'm able to go in faith. And yeah. the deeper I go each time, it's also true of the other thing. Yes. So because I had such deep, like just doubt that was a part of me. I feel like now my faith is able to go to that same depth. And so I don't know. I just think that that's why we shouldn't be afraid of doubting because yep. it just opens you up for a deeper faith. If you're willing to face it and move through it. Yeah. And see, and I, I grew up 
um, despite my surroundings, um, super positive. Mm-hmm. And like, I let, you know, at the time I would say that, oh, I was positive, glass half full kind of person. Yeah. But it's more of like, my go-to is just, I'm fine. Everything's fine. It's yeah. all fine. Like, yeah. that's my, that's my MO is uh-huh. everything's fine. Um, which, you know, it's not fine, obviously. Um, and so when I became a Christian, I'm like, oh, it's great. Everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> really, it's fine. It really is fine. Everything's fine. You know, all, everything's now really fine. And then everything's not fine. Life sucks. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, obviously there are high points and low points, but like life is hard. Yeah. And, um, and I, life was hard when I was a kid, but I like, I covered it all up with fine. Uh-huh. And then like, and when I became a Christian, that kind of just like confirmed that everything's fine. And until like, I, got older and more mature and things happened and I started to realize things aren't fine because things happened to me as a kid and I just said they were fine I was very self-sufficient and the older I've gotten and and the last you know like six seven years of my life uh, when hard things happen like it was like oh it really does stink life really yeah. does stink life really is hard and I need to wrestle with that that's Maggie she's There's like Maggie found a bird yeah um welcome to having a bird dog um <laughs> but like you know they it is it's not fine right and it's okay that it's not fine but they're they're that and during that time period I was like oh well maybe I'm not a Christian mm-hmm. or maybe God didn't call me to the ministry mm-hmm. because if he called me in the ministry, I wouldn't be thinking that like life sucks and it's hard and I'm so needy. But then that's exactly how you know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But I can be because I was my faith was so shallow. Yeah. And everything was fine all the time. Fine. That when like really like hard things happened and I was like mature enough to like recognize that they were hard because I'm now an adult. Um, I and I can't like just brush them away and mm-hmm. sweep it under the rug. Like they're there in front of me and I can't get away from them. I can't withdraw because I have a family and kids and a husband and all of those things and responsibilities. Like I can't just like run from those issues because I'm not a 20 year old. Like I, then you have to sit in them. Yeah. And then you're like, whoa, like my faith isn't very deep mm-hmm. and it's not going to carry me through these times. So you have two, I had two options. I could be like, well, my faith isn't strong enough. So I'm obviously not a Christian. I was obviously not called into the ministry. I'm questioning everything about who I am. Or I can like dig into that and be like, okay, well, maybe this is what's going to strengthen me, you know? But my first response was the first one. Yeah. Well, questioning everything and then finally realizing, no, this is what God is using me, using in me in this time period. And there's also things with my personality and my self-awareness and, you know, my success oriented like nature. Like I truly think that I needed to experience failure Mm -hmm. to be able to like grow as a person. Not everybody has to do that, but like, like, as a three or a success oriented person, like I, I needed to experience like the depths of, I can't do this on my own. Like I can't, this is the one time I can't pull myself up by my bootstraps and I have to give in to the fact that I am so needy. Like I didn't like, I, I thought when I became a Christian at 18, like I understood the gospel. Okay. I'm a sinner. Jesus died on the cross for my sins. Now I'm not, and now I'm forgiven. Like, but simple, right? Like the gospel is simple, but like 
I'm like, okay, well, that's good. And now I'm no longer needy. I'll continue to be self-sufficient. And like, to like really understand the gospel, like I really needed to understand how needy I was. And I would, at 20 years old, I wouldn't have thought I was needy. Yeah, I would not have checked the boxes that I was needy. Yeah. Now, I know I'm super needy. Um, and that makes me appreciate the gospel even more. Because, like, daily I recognize my neediness versus being like, okay, that's one and done. I'm back to being self-sufficient again. Well, and the, it's nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah, yeah, You know, and I'm still working on that. Like, yes. seeing my needs and not being like, okay, yeah. more needs, you know. Yeah. But actually seeing how much of a gift they are, like the thorn in Paul's side, it's like yes. they really are gifts. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I mean, I've lived seasons of my life where— I mean, we're we're Americans. Yes. We're middle class Americans. Yes. We we can be self sufficient. Like, yes. We or we think so, right? Like yes. We can very much go through our entire life not really knowing our need, not yes. really getting it. Yeah. Um. And so I just think it's such. A, and of course, in the moment, I'm not like, thank you for this lovely gift, God. But like, whenever I do struggle with like my mental health or like just those things that are just literally out of that, I'm like, yes. I can't control this. I can eat more kale, but it's not going to fix it. Yeah. And whenever I do it, it, eventually after I've sort of gone through that difficulty, it reminds me like, I do need to be close to you. And if you have to leave this in my life, then do, because yeah. I don't ever want to feel like I'm self-sufficient. Yeah. Cause I know what that does to me. Yeah, me too. But I w- as, as a 20 something year old, I think I would have said, I'm totally reliant on Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, Cause that's what you say. Right. Well, and it's easy when you, aren't like walking an hour to get your water across a busy highway. Yes. That's Which, real easy to say. Yeah. Well, Jesus. but, but sorry, I just watched this Netflix documentary about water and it, I'm all fired up. <laughs> but you know, I've seen that documentary, but, um, yeah. So what was it? My train of thought. Oh yeah. So as a 20 year old, I, I knew all the right things to say, even yeah. if I didn't believe them. Yeah. I knew as what I should say as a Christian, I should say, yes, I'm totally reliant on Jesus for all of my needs. Mm-hmm. He carries me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't do anything without being obedient to, you know, like I would, I'm in the yeah, center of good girl answers. I'm in the center of God's will. That was mm-hmm. my favorite one. I'm totally mm-hmm. in the center of God's will. <laughs> What does that even mean? I don't know. Great question. Um, but like I had all the right answers in quotation yeah. marks, you know, but like then I those actually need to be tested. Like, yeah. do I really believe that? Do I really believe that he carries me? Do I really believe that he's the provider? Do I really believe that um I'm sufficient in him or am I still self-sufficient? And so like literally he had to strip everything not everything I still have my kids and my husband but like he had to strip a lot of what was important to me away for me to realize that like I really didn't believe those things and isn't it so free because at first when you hear that like because I'm sensitive that someone may be listening and be like I know I rely too much on like my job or yes. whatever it is. And that doesn't mean that my story is everybody else's story. Right. But yes. like, isn't it free having gone through all of that and yeah. now being on the other side and being like, you know what? Like I, I am okay without that yes. thing I thought I needed. Yeah. Well, depends on the day. You're a lot further along than you were like two years ago. Yes, I am much further along than I was two years ago. For sure. Um, yeah. Much further along. And that's the kind of confidence a long way to go, that but. I think only comes from really facing our doubt yeah like that sort of like just assured confidence in god knowing like i'm just gonna be okay and i don't think you can get there until you've wrestled 
So what do you think is your Achilles heel of doubt? Like what is the one thing? I mean, there's probably lots of things, but like, what's the one thing that you doubt about God? Like when something bad happens, like what is the first like thing, like with his character or with what he, what he's promised or whatever that, that you, that you question? There's a few, but I think they're related. It's, um, I doubt his love and his, I doubt, like, because we hear, like, God's pleased with you. Yeah. But I doubt. I got a lot of street noise. Oh, we got a lot of ambient noise. It's yeah. It's not very ambient, though. Um, I, I doubt that he is really pleased with me. Like, I think I caused whatever it was to happen and that God's in the corner, like, with his arms crossed, rolling his eyes at me. That's what yeah. I think. Yeah. Like, that's kind of my go-to. And then that pushes me into this, like drive to be self-sufficient because I'm like oh look God I'll do better like I feel like I'm always performing for him and I have to really watch that yeah I, re- I resonate with that for sure um I think for me it's so going back to like the center of his will thing like mm-hmm. I always prided myself that I could hear what God was wanting me to do and I was obedient mm-hmm. so like God told me to do something and I do it mm-hmm. you know and I'm you know I'm reliable I'm efficient I'm like accomplish like God's calling me this and I do it God's calling me this I do it God's calling me this I do it and so God called me to it I did it and it didn't work Mm. then it's like well maybe I don't hear God yeah maybe I don't know what he wants from me maybe I didn't obey maybe I didn't I didn't really like he maybe he really didn't say that maybe he really didn't call me that a lot of mine's related to calling in ministry right and so like, well, X, Y, and Z didn't work out. So maybe that means he didn't, I, I can't really hear, which means maybe my relationship with him is not as strong as I thought it was. Because if it was, I would have heard him properly and then X, Y, Z would have worked out. Uh, same thing with like writing a book. Like mm-hmm. I feel called to write, but like things don't happen or haven't yet. That doesn't mean they won't, but like haven't happened yet. Well, that maybe I didn't hear. Maybe I'm not really supposed to do that. Like, so it's a con- mm-hmm. constant questioning that I'm hearing him properly. And so if, I, if I'm not hearing him properly, what does that lead to? Well, that means my maybe, maybe one of two things. Either I'm doing something wrong and I'm not listening correctly or I, or our, our relationship isn't strong enough that I can hear what he's telling me to do. Or maybe he's displeased with me. Maybe I've done something wrong and I'm just too far gone now. You know, those are like all the things that I've had to wrestle with that I know the answer to all those questions. All those questions are answers to all those questions are no, right? But you have to wrestle with those things to like, because in my 20s, I've been like, yeah, that's not true. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I, I really felt those things and I just stuffed them. And now like, I've had to like, well, maybe, and I still feel this way on a daily basis. Maybe I didn't hear him right. Maybe I did something wrong. Maybe I took the wrong path. Like, because me, it's constantly future oriented, right? Yeah. And so maybe, maybe my goals were wrong. Maybe, you know, whatever. Like, maybe I chose the wrong path, which is not true. Like, well, and, and that's what I think is so funny. Because it's like, if we like believe in the God of the universe, yeah. do you think... <laughs> the sovereign God. Yeah. He cannot get you back on the right path. Yeah. Because that's what another one of the things I've doubted for a long time. Like I've, I've thought that it is my responsibility to like keep myself as a person of faith. Yes. And, um, like I really struggled that really recently actually, where I was just like having a huge, like few weeks of just like doubt where I was like, I don't even 
want to read my Bible. I don't want to do any of this. I feel like a complete fraud having this podcast because I'm like talking about things. Imposter syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't feel them. And I'm telling other people this stuff. And then I'm over here, like just completely not listening, tuned out, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Um, And I remember getting really scared and being like, can I mess up my own faith? Like, yeah. Is there ever, a, like, and praying, like, Lord, don't ever let me wander too far from you, you know, yeah. because I could do that very yes. easily. Mm-hmm. But I was reminded in that moment that, like, like, the desire of my heart is not to do that, and he's not going to let me do that. And if it were my job to, like, you know, air quotes, like, be a good Christian or have faith all the time, then, like, it wouldn't happen, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. I, it makes me think of um, one of my favorite hymns is Come Thou Fount. Yeah. And you know, the, the verse, bind, my heart. bind oh. the wandering heart to thee. Yeah. Like, because we are prone to wander, yeah. right? But we're also, like, I believe that once once we've chosen to be in relationship with God, like, he holds us, like, mm-hmm. and, like, we can't wander too far. We're, like, right. he's the shepherd. Yeah. And the shepherd doesn't let his sheep wander too far. Is there wandering? Of course there's wandering. Like, because we're prone to that. We're human. Yeah. We're, we're prone to wander. But, like, we're we're bound to him. And so, like, just remembering, like, for you, I guess, and, like, people that doubt in the way that you're talking about, like, like if you're worrying about that, yeah, you know, that's then, what I was going to, like, yeah. to me, that's how I know my faith has been deepened, because every time I go, because I go through seasons of this, like, yes. pretty often, where I'm like, you know, I, and I don't know if it's because I became a Christian, like, after college, or I don't know what it is, but I'll kind of be like, am I making all this up? Like, did I just pick a religion? You know, and I'll <laughs> Yeah, no, this, I have the same thoughts. And yeah. I'll be like, what the heck? And if I was going to pick a religion, this is not the sexy one. You know, like, this is like... <laughs> Are you going to pick a baller or something? Yeah, like something, like, interesting and unique. As it's such a poor thing. <laughs> I would pick the most unique of all the religions. <laughs> There's way too many Christians. I've not right? chosen that. But seriously, it's like... And, and we don't have a great PR representation, right? Yeah, like no, for real. Like, I mean, we're not... We're, yeah. You know... Um, the collective consensus of Christians by non-Christians is not great. Um, And so I don't even remember where I was going with that. Oh, but every time I go through one of those, these specific doubts where I'm like, could I wander that far? I feel like I'm aware of how like angsty I am about it and upset. And then that reminds me like, no, I actually like I'm closer to God than I think I am. But if I don't do that and go through that little wandering, I don't remember that. Yeah. So it's always this really painful thing that eventually will recenter me. And I think yeah. that's why doubt is just so important because yeah. it's honest, you know? And I mean, think yeah. about like with your husband or your roommate or whoever, like your closest relationship, like if we don't want to be passive aggressive with God and if something's bothering us, we just need to like say it. Yeah. And then we always move on and it's always better after, right? Like when have yeah. you ever had a conversation about something that's bothering you yeah. that hasn't ultimately eventually ended up good? Yeah. But sometimes it is bad at first as these like kind of things can be with God, but eventually it's like, okay, we're on the same page and God yeah. wants our heart. He doesn't want our performance. He doesn't want our fake faith. Yeah. He wants our heart. Yeah. And if your heart's doubting, your heart's doubting and yeah. don't hide it. Yeah. 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 That's, I mean, yeah. Ever, ever relationship. And this is a, a platitude, but every relationship's built on honesty. Yeah. Like, and if you're not honest with somebody, that's not a real relationship. It's the same way with God. Yeah. Yeah. And it's such a, and I, I think about this a lot. Like we, I think as Christians, we 
always are thinking about how we're supposed to be giving, you know, Mm -hmm. like I feel like our bent is sort of like, how can we give to those in need? How can we give to our church family? How can we give, give, give? But I think a lot of us really suck at receiving, or at least I do. Uh And it's just a reminder that like, I have to receive my faith from God. Yeah. I can't, I can't give it. It's something that I am given and then I can give out, but he has to fill me up. So, cause I can't come up with faith, right? Like it's not natural to me. Yeah. For sure. So that's it. Faith and doubt. There you go. There you go. Bam. Bam. And we have a couple of really, do you want to talk about our? Yeah. So, so, um, my friend Glennon Marshall's coming up, um, next week. Um, and she has, um, a book out, um, called, um, the, the promise is his presence and it's about her story and she'll get into more of it next week, but kind of the story of like, um, infertility and um, the adoption process and then she um, an undiagnosed like inflammatory disease that caused a lot of of pain and and suffering and then a lot of um, her her and her husband are um, in ministry her husband's a pastor and she's a pastor's wife and they've in a rural church that has been a very difficult has been in the past I think it's better now but she talks about all of that but like all of these things um, have put her through a series a season of doubt but then she's come out of that and she'll talk about how god has brought her out of that um in the process of that and then stephanie lobdell um will be the next week and she's gonna her story is similar in that like the faith doubt faith kind of process but hers um surrounds um you know being in ministry um and also um mental health and Mm -hmm. um how you know seeing um the signs of life even in the middle of those things and how god has used the resurrection as a way to teach her um about how he can he can raise you out of doubt so that's both of theirs they both have exceptional stories and are both fabulous writers um and and you can tell that by just the way they show their story on the podcast i'm super excited yeah to have both of them interviews so yeah if you doubt, you are not alone. Yep. We've all been there. Some of us are there now. Some of us will be tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and we just encourage you to hang on yeah. and be honest about it yeah. with the safe people in your life. For sure. Okay. All right. Till next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Leave us a review. So till next week, we are on Instagram at Woven and Him. We are on Facebook and Patreon forward slash Woven and Him. You can also email us fullywoven at gmail.com. And I'm Rebecca Pete, like the coffee brand. And you can find me at RebeccaPete.com where you can also find all my social handles. Yep. And uh, I don't want to be found. So just find me on the Facebook for our uh, podcast and the Instagram, but not my personal. Bye. Bye. (laughs)